0: Bye. Bye. savannah speaks podcast i'm your host d daniels and i'm also the director of communications at Cliff Merce realty in beautiful historic downtown savannah georgia we're so excited to take you on this journey that will yes explore the fascinating world of real estate and investing in savannah but just as important we'll also be giving a platform to so many creative unique and diverse people that make this charming city one of the coolest and hottest places in the world very excited to be welcoming to the show today my friend, my colleague, Mallory Miller. She, of course, is a superstar agent with Cliff Merce Realty. And Mallory, I'm so glad we're finally sitting down and doing this. <laughs> You're obviously such a huge part uh, for our team at Cliff Merce Realty. I mean, you really are. And you've been with, with Cliff from the beginning. And so you know how all of this started and how, how everything went. I, I want to back up a little bit before we get to that and talk a little bit about how you even got to Savannah because originally you're from Atlanta, right?
1: I am. Yeah. Well, yes. That was the most recent city that I was in for sure.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. I mean, how, how far back? Do you wanna go?
0: I mean, I'm I'm sure there was a beautiful tender moment when Mallory Miller was born.
1: It was a dark and stormy <laughs> night in nineteen eighty six, Panama City, Florida.
0: I love it. <laughs> I love it. So you were born in Florida, really? Yeah. I love that. So how did you go from Florida <laughs> to Atlanta? No,
1: that's like a that's, that's a whole different too, yeah, that's, that's
0: a that. whole different episode. We were
1: all over the Southeast. Yeah. But uh, yeah, most recently I was in Atlanta for about ten years, so my adult life was there and then we moved here because my husband was opening up a restaurant in Savannah. I had been to Savannah once before on an eighth grade field trip, <laughs> but that was the only, uh, you know.
0: Was that the most recent eighth grade field trip until your husband Joe was actually opening the restaurant?
1: Well, so we did. All right, so there was, we came down for. Uh, our friend's wedding, so his business partner at the time, so they had come down and to open up another restaurant a couple years prior to us coming down to open up another one. So they had opened up a restaurant here in Savannah, but we knew them from Atlanta, and we came for their wedding. So I spent like a weekend here, but that was those were the only two times. It's interesting
0: to me, and I do wanna talk about the restaurant because the restaurant ended up being quite a huge success. In Savannah, And I, it's so interesting to me that, that you guys were in Atlanta, huge, crazy, busy, just booming Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And you decided to come to Savannah to open up a restaurant. How
1: did that go? Um, you know, I mean, I can't like a hundred percent speak for the boys. Yeah. You know, they're the ones who, you know, made all those decisions, not to sound so old fashioned or whatever, but that's just the truth. But I think that the impression I got was that Atlanta felt very saturated with restaurants.
0: I could see that. Um,
1: it, was, it was a lot and it felt like there is a special thing here in Savannah going on and it was sort of an untapped market and it was something that looked like uh, it was a scene that was about to just sort of happen and they just needed to be pushed in the, in the right direction. Mm-hmm. So I think that that was appealing. We definitely wanted to be a part of that like on the you know the ground level if you will yeah yeah i can see that
0: i mean and it's it's interesting how many i mean over the last 4 or 5 years when i've been visiting savannah it's interesting how many restaurants have come and gone or or have stuck and actually you know done very well here one of my biggest regrets is that i never walked into that restaurant that you guys owned <laughs> in savannah uh, el coyote right uh-huh. and I mean, the fact that I, years ago, heard people talking about it and still people talking about it today, even though it's no longer a restaurant today, I still hear people talking about it. It was a huge restaurant, explain the restaurant a little bit, you know, the location and and kind of like the feel, because it was quite large and quite popular in its day. It was
1: huge. It was, I don't even know how many square feet it was, I can't remember, but I mean, it was massive. It was a fortress. So previously it had been the lease, the restaurant that was there before us, it was leased by the chef Hugh Atchison, some people might know him. Um, He had a restaurant called The Florence there. I was there that one weekend with our friends who got married. Oh, We went out to eat there. It was great. But apparently there was just some drama that was going on with him between him and Savannah. Mm. It was not working out for Mm. him. There's an article somewhere about it. I don't know. You could dig it up if you wanted to. You can Google it. Yeah. Anyway, um, so he actually reached out to one of my husband's business partners. Hugh did. And he said, hey, I want out of this lease. Can you come and, like. What do you think? Like, are you interested in that? They already had, you know, their other restaurant going here. And uh, everybody was just sort of interested in that. And so we, like, went and took a look. And it's this huge space. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, It's located in a part of town, which is now very, very popular, the Starland District. Yeah. Gosh, I wish it was still a restaurant now today. (laughs) Um, But... So downstairs, it was, that was like the main, you know, the main restaurant was Mexican, basically. Um, we made a lot of things in-house. Um, everybody took a lot of pride in that. And then upstairs, we did this raw bar, um, which just had a lot of ceviche and oysters and stone crab i remember was on that menu mm. it was it was if you wanted to be like a little lighter you would go upstairs downstairs was not the place to be healthy at all right and neither was in the back which was the ramen bar
0: <laughs> i've heard about the ramen bar again <laughs> regret i never stepped foot into that um <laughs> but it was i mean a beautiful space and, and yeah it's really what gorgeous a, what, what a great uh, just ripple effect you obviously had, you guys had on, on Savannah with that restaurant. I mean, you know, it's interesting how many people wish that it was also a restaurant again today. So, you know, I don't know, maybe it's in the stars at some point, but
1: Who knows?
0: <laughs> it's just, it's just amazing that you put that, you put that fingerprint on Savannah in such a way. And so how did you go from being in the service industry and, and the restaurant industry with, with all of that into transitioning into real estate? Because you weren't, uh, if, I'm, if I'm labeling this correctly, you weren't 100% sure about staying in Savannah full time, right? After that or?
1: Yeah, I mean, well, we didn't know what to, yeah, we had no idea. Um, but it, it kind of, the way that it worked out is, you know, when we moved here... Um, It was for the restaurant. Um, It was important for us to have sort of separate identities and not to be so intertwined with one another as well. And so, you know, I was really sort of like, all right, well, here I am. I'm in this new town I've never been in. I need to find something for myself. And I found real estate. I mean, the service industry is like, super near and dear to my heart it always will be that was my like entire background before i lived here but i also love houses mm. and i love architecture i love old houses i love history um so it just sort of you know hindsight it seems like it was sort of perfect for me to go into real estate in a town like this right what was the question? <laughs> it, no, it was
0: exactly that. Like, how did you transition? But I mean, it was, it was, I mean, obviously, what a perfect town for you to do that. And like the fact that you loved houses and fulfill that sort of like history aspect as well. And now you're thriving in this real estate industry, you're thriving in Savannah. I mean, That's, that's so interesting to me that you were sort of like, well, we came here to do this. Yeah, totally. But now we have roots here.
1: Yeah, no, we think about it. Like we, when I say we, my husband and I, like we talk about it often. It's just kind of crazy that we came down here for that. And then I ended up sort of doing this other thing, which was basically, you know, just sort of on the side, you know, on a whim. And I just, you know, I met Cliff. I met with a couple of different agents. When I first got my license, and we just were not... It just I wasn't feeling it, you know? I mean, this one in particular was just so doom and gloom. I mean, I was... Oh, I remember you telling me a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, kind of made you think, uh, should I be doing this? It didn't make me think that. It made me think, should you be doing this? Well, right. I mean, I was like, <laughs> girl, you need to... And let me tell you, you something, a different too. <laughs> I actually ran into her... Later on, I'm not gonna say when, but she's still working and like is she still doing real estate? Yeah. No, interesting. Wow. Yeah. And I mean, I was. She seemed so much happier. Oh wow. And I didn't get a chance to really catch up with her as far as I mean, we were like, and she was she was very close in a in a deal that you know we had going on. It didn't end up panning out, but I mean, I never had a chance to ask her like. what what has changed because I mean the difference in her (laughs) right and she was still there and I mean this is what three four five years later I I don't even know now but yeah I was shocked just just to see her still there and also so happy (laughs) with it yeah based off of that original meeting but you know when I met with Cliff it was just like it felt so right and to be fair you know he was with Um, another company at that time so there were two other partners but and it was the whole thing was fine but I really connected with him yeah on my end and you know so when he left and started his own thing (laughs) it was funny because I kind of you know I was sitting around the office at the old place and just sort of like I mean, I literally felt like I was twiddling my thumbs. Mm. Like, it wasn't really just, I didn't, you know, it was just different. And he called me, and he was he was like, so when are you going to come over to Cliffverse Realty? And when I got off the phone with him, nope. Joe was like, <laughs> "He's like, yeah, I was wondering when that phone call was going to happen. And there it is, <laughs> right? There it is. And, yeah, I just, I went over there and kind of never looked back. I mean, I'm so thankful that I was able to get my license and just immediately find something. Like, didn't get sucked into one of those other things that that one agent, you know, was clearly involved <laughs> with. Clearly. Yeah. And, um, you know, that that's my first and only experience has been working with this this group of people right here specifically, you know, this man. So,
0: yeah, I feel like this is the biggest small town. Um, and Uh, it's, yeah, yeah, right. And it's got that, that vibe going on, um, you know, all throughout. I mean, it's a thriving community, no doubt. And, and it's growing constantly and there are people wanting to move to Savannah all the time. There Mm -hmm. seems to be no tourist season anymore here. It's all the time. And people that are wanting to maybe have a second house and that sort of thing. So, you know, the real estate industry, in my opinion, is growing and growing and growing here. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming you're finding the same thing. And
1: Obviously, things have changed since, you know, Cliff first opened up that little cottage on Harris Street to now. But it's, I mean, it's been incredible to even, like, watch him grow. Yeah, in yeah. the last, you know, I mean, obviously, he's not to say that <laughs> he was some like small, little, you know, flower or whatever that's like now blossoming. But he went through a little resurgence for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you've been on the on the front line of that, you know, the entire time. And I think of of the team at Cliffmer's Realty. I mean, you've certainly known him the longest, and you've you've walked that that journey the longest, but. You're right. Like, even coming from where you guys started on Hare Street and now we have this beautiful office at the corner of it's Liberty so and Abercorn.
1: right? I mean... It's such a different energy than what he had originally, like, been thinking. And it's just been so beautiful to see things fall into place. And they just really feel like they are... It's just right. It just feels like everything's just right and it's the way that it's meant to be. And, God, that location is so gorgeous. Unbelievable. And Stephen did such a great job, like picking out all of those furnishings and
0: yeah, yeah. And I mean, branding everything that we're doing. I mean, you know, just, color blue. On oh, the it's amazing. <laughs> I mean, the Cliff, we call it Cliffmer's Blue now, <laughs> uh, which is really fantastic. But if you're walking down uh, Liberty Street and you're coming from like the DeSoto and Hitch, and and you walk by, you'll see the Cliffmer's Blue sign uh, right there before you get to the corner. Uh, it's one of my fa- all-time favorite things to You're watch. Like people. wearing
1: Cliff Merce blue glasses. Oh, right all now. the
0: time, I, I didn't even mean to do that. I, I I I actually got these glasses right before I moved. Right, oh, that's Right crazy. before, and I didn't even mean to actually nail the Cliff Merce blue color, <laughs> but I did, and now it's kind of my signature color. <laughs> Which I love, and it's also become the signature color of the podcast. So it's a lot of fun because it's, it's, it's a good color. It's a good color. It really is. Yes. It absolutely is. I, I do want to dive into the the real estate stuff because Let's over the over the time that I have have been with the team, you know, since August of last year. I have just grown to have such a, a big open heart for all of our agents at Cliff Merce Realty. And, and it's such a great journey. And we all have such, you know, different um, backgrounds and we all come to the table.
1: You know, yeah, know, same sort uh, of, yeah. It isn't it beautiful? Well, totally. it's, a, it's
0: a beautiful mix of people. And, you know, we've highlighted, you know, uh, several of our agents on the podcast already and, you know, I feel like getting to know your journey a little bit, Mallory, I've been so endeared to your journey in real estate, and I want to talk a little bit about that. What, what are some of your favorite things to do in real estate? I've, I've actually got a favorite of mine that I've watched you do, so I want to tell mine in just a second, but what are some of your favorite things to do in your real estate journey and day-by-day kind of routine?
1: Number one favorite thing to do is, and this is going to sound cheesy, but really making sure that I deliver to my clients. Um, I want to make sure that I go, I see them through the whole way. We go the full, you know, what is that? Ten yards? I don't know. Right. What's that sports Nine yards. Records? Nine I don't yards. Know whatever the full no, mile I'm not a
0: football fan sorry um, yeah
1: me neither just a couple of chicks hanging out I mean
0: <laughs> seriously <laughs> this
1: little old real estate agent I, over I, here I, I, <laughs> um, I think it's but a no just seeing about. them through to the end you know yes. and making sure that like they are just so happy and they've gotten everything that they feel like they should have gotten but you know as far as like the day-to-day process I love the excitement of it all. I love the the high energy of whenever you're putting an offer in and I think, or getting an offer, you know, your listing. Um, I love the negotiating.
0: Mm. That is
1: a fun part for me.
0: Yeah. Um, that was my pick, by the way.
1: I knew it. Was.
0: I, I mean, I've watched you do it. <laughs> I have. I've watched you uh, on the phone. I've watched you in person. And it's phenomenal. I mean, you are this, you know, sweet looking, you know, uh, great shoes wearing, um, you know, but have no problem getting out and and doing it. And really like when it comes down to getting the best thing for your client, I've watched you do it and it's pretty phenomenal.
1: Well, thank you. I really appreciate that. Um, I do enjoy doing it and yeah, maybe that goes back to that whole, uh, I don't know background of yeah the hospitality. Maybe I mean, I'm so, really yeah. fighting for my clients, guys. Like, just I will fight for you. Yeah, I mean, it's slightly. Yeah, but very, I will do it. <laughs> it's very, it's
0: very apparent, and uh, and in talking about that, I'm interested to like get your thoughts on. I feel like right now in this market where we are today, mm-hmm. I feel like there is a lot of negotiating that happens. On an even more um, quicker timeline, I think than okay. than what we've been in before. What What do you think about where we are right now as far as real estate goes in Savannah? This stuff is turning over very, very quickly. Sometimes we're not even making it, you know, to a, a listing publicly. It's it's all <laughs> happening just quickly.
1: I kind of love that, right?
0: <laughs> right.
1: Uh, it, it's just, it, you know, and you'll hear it a million times. Um, it's gonna, I'm going to sound like a broken record. It's a completely different market right now than it was just when I first got my license. Um, you know, you used to be able to sort of go in, see a house. It's been on the market for maybe a month, maybe a couple months, maybe six months. And, you know, you could really take your time and talk it out with your client. And now it's like, it's go time. Yeah. Let's do this. Mm -hmm. And you just have to keep honest and realistic with your clients and exactly what's happening. But also, you know, don't scare them. Like, we can do it. Yeah. You know? But let's be realistic about what we're getting out here to do. Right.
0: Yeah. I mean, I feel like I, you know, watched you guys kind of negotiate deals. And it is a quick situation. But... No one feels chaotic at Cliffmore Realty. no one yeah. feels I don't ever feel that I don't ever feel that even though the market is faster i don't i don't e i don't ever feel that I feel like okay, these are the pieces in front of us. What do we want to do with it? What can we do with it you know it's it's a lot of that on both sides like people that are interested in selling their house mm-hmm. and people that are looking to move here
1: I think with negotiating right now, that difference is just. You know really just keeping in tune and staying active you know as long as you're working that's the best way like you learn new things from each transaction I learn new things every single transaction Mm -hmm. that I do but if you just keep staying active keep staying involved then you will know you start to see the trends on these different contracts these different offers these different things that everybody's kind of doing all these other agents are doing for their clients and you know, they're presenting offers to you as a listing agent and you can kind of see what they're doing. And then, you know, you're, you know, you can maybe apply some of those things that you like from them and for your buyers, you know, does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think it's just, it's real estate is such an organic field to work in. It's always just ever changing and it's almost like you step away for, a week mm-hmm. you feel like you're you're a little lost in the yeah, sauce it doesn't take a long time to get back into yeah, yeah, it yeah, you yeah. know which is yeah. great about real estate that you do have a little bit of flexibility um with your life and your schedule but you do it's it's best i would say and you'll probably find that the most successful agents globally probably aren't taking breaks. Yeah. You know, they're there. They're yeah. just like in. in it a hundred percent of the time.
0: Yeah. I totally get that. I, I, and you know, I feel like when it's an everyday thing where you're like, okay, I know it's a feeling like you feel mm-hmm. like, you know what, what you're always adjusting. Right. Exactly. Like you're always riding the wave that's yeah. happening when it comes to selling Savannah, What's your favorite neighborhood? Do you have a favorite? No.
1: How can you even pick one? It's
0: like a favorite kid. You can't have one. I, yeah.
1: Well, you can have a favorite kid. But you
0: do have a favorite. I mean, I'm I don't just saying. I have kids, but I, know. I feel
1: like, I mean, I'm probably the favorite
0: kid.
1: <laughs> well, exactly. <see, laughs>
0: I'm joking. <laughs> ditto. Except my sisters will be mad at me, but ditto. <laughs> ditto. I, I mean, there's so many cute up and coming neighborhoods in Savannah.
1: It's, it's so amazing. Like, there's just so many. And like. Again, going back to the whole, like, learning new things from every transaction, I seriously, there's no way that, and I would love to meet the person that has done this. I've not seen every single little pocket of Savannah. Mm -hmm. Savannah has so many different pockets that you just turn the corner and you're like, holy shit. Yeah, right. I didn't know that was there. I know. It's gorgeous. Like, yeah. that's beautiful. And I mean, you can just be like, sort of, it's so unassuming, too. You know, you're going down a road and you pass by all of this stuff that maybe you wouldn't, you would never know that the next right hand turn you take is going to be this gorgeous, you know, multi million dollar waterfront property. Yeah. It's insane to me. I've never seen anything like it.
0: Yeah, it, it really is. And, I, and you know, I love watching new people come in that are you know have just visited maybe a couple of times and they're like, okay, we like this so much we keep coming back, so we're probably going to buy something here, and then they start that home buying process,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is such a learning process for someone coming you know from a different area, different state.
1: Absolutely, it's
0: such a learning it's gotta process. Got to be scary too, right? It's, it's one gotta of those, be. it's one of those things where you're like, okay. We've seen downtown, and it's gorgeous. We went to Tybee, and it's gorgeous. But the million neighborhoods in between you did not see will blow your mind.
1: Yeah. Well, I like to, whenever I meet people that are new to Savannah, and let's face it, basically everybody that I've ever worked with is. You know? I mean, I don't think I've ever had a client that was like, I live in Savannah, and I'd like to hire a real estate agent. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? like Because Savannah is just such a cool place that everybody is flocking here. Um, But, like, whenever I meet those people, I just like to cast a giant wide net, you know? I'm not trying to just, like, get in here, like, with the neighborhoods and everything, because there are just so many places and little, like, nooks, that I don't even know about yet, you know? So, like, I'm not going to just limit you to Ardsley or limit you to Parkside or, you know, even Live Oak now is up and coming, which I'm super excited about. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's just even, like, on the way out here, like, along Norwood, I discovered a new road today. Mm. Um, what was it called? Um Central,
0: uh yes. I
1: the, was like, "What the hell?"
0: Is yes, that? it it's sort of like is the sneaky road that runs. It is this little sneaky yeah, road parallel to
1: Skidway. Yep,
0: and it and it runs like a little back uh, road there that runs like and towards I was like, Montgomery there are Crossroads just some and Cute
1: yeah. little like bungalow cottages that are on there with these like wild and unruly palms and. And, you know, the live oaks with the moss and everything. And it's just, like, there are just so many different areas of town. And Savannah's small. hmm So, like, you don't really... Like, when I moved here, I was, like... I looked at the map, and I was used to looking at the map on the scale of, like, Atlanta. And so I just assumed that it was much larger. And then I realized, like, you're never far like right. you're never far yeah <laughs> you're only, even if you're in midtown then you're like five miles from river street mm-hmm. so it's crazy yeah i mean you know we
0: landed out here on wiley and where we have our studio and it's like wow we're 11 minutes from downtown mm-hmm. and on a map and you can see this Yeah, you feel like it's so far away, but it's really not. And it's, you know, right to the heart of of downtown where, you know, 10 11 minutes.
1: So having that conversation with with, um, prospective clients that are new to town and not used to looking at this map and they don't know Savannah is, I think, pretty imperative. And, um, you know, the best thing to do, and this is something that Cliff taught me, is... Let's get in the car Mm -hmm. and I'll just show you. Yeah. And it is such a, I hate to use the word tool because it sounds salesy, but a tool for me Mm -hmm. and a tool for them. No doubt. Right? Because they actually get to, like, it's effective, you know, because it's the best way for them to really understand that scale Mm -hmm. and how many different things there are that are available and how, like... In your price range, like regardless of what your budget is, like more than likely there's a beautiful circumstance that will fit within your price range somewhere and you're not going to be far from that place that you like originally thought you needed to be in that like very, very, very small mm-hmm. historic downtown.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Same for us. I mean, when we were visiting for three or four years before we made the decision, yep, we're doing it. We had been to the big touristy areas, you know. We'd been to Tybee, we'd been mm-hmm. to downtown. But then, when we started the home buying process to find out what exactly we wanted, and we got in the car with Cliff, and we, did, <laughs> you know, we did that exact thing. We had never been to Wilmington. We had never been to Wiley. We had never been to the Landings. Yeah. We had never experienced all of the things around so
1: much, so much.
0: And it's really nice to watch, you know, the people that are are potentially moving here or getting ready to make the jump it's so fun to watch that process happen and i think i think you do such a wonderful job okay so getting
1: getting back to what you were asking me as far as like my favorite oh yeah that is is actually and i've told people that too i'm like this is one of my favorite parts that like taking people around and just showing them all of savannah Mm. like riding around and you know if we can, like, get into a couple of vacant houses, too, like, while we're at it, that's great. That's an added bonus. Like, that last minute, like, sort of, you know, whatever. Um, especially if they're walk-ins. That's, you know.
0: That's always good. That's
1: great. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah. But also the negotiating.
0: <laughs> Which are two good things. I'm glad they sort of even out for you. And, and I know you're not going to pick a favorite neighborhood, but what do you think... Let me word it in a different way. What, okay. do, what do you think is the biggest up-and-coming neighborhood right now? I mean, Starlin's already booming. Do you think that's still going to boom even more? What do you think is the biggest up-and-coming section of Savannah right now?
1: I feel like some of these questions I'm even hesitant to like, give you answers <laughs> to because <I laughs> I'll tell you the neighborhoods that I really like.
0: <laughs> hey, there we that? go. All right, up-and-coming neighborhoods you really love. <laughs> there it is. God. Or we can do the super secret squirrel episode. Uh, you can get the code if you DM us on Instagram, and oh. we will text you this information. <laughs> Only if you meet us by the tree
1: down at the river. I'm not meeting at that tree. <laughs> I hate that tree. It's I hate that tree. horrible.
0: It's never a good tree. I'm just it's kidding. shady if you know what oh I mean. Oh my
1: God, that's <laughs> hilarious. That's hilarious. Everybody loves some good shade though sometimes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, all right, so neighborhoods that I have my eye on though, for sure, are clearly where I'm living, that West 37th area. That West side, um, I'm real big on right now. I think there are just some gorgeous unfortunately, neglected houses that are over there. I would love to see that rise up. It makes sense to me, just based off of its proximity, you know, to Starlin and um, Thomas Streetcar District, you know, has been going for a while. They're, you know, making huge improvements. By the way, like, just in the small time that I've been here the last five years, I cannot tell you how much... Advancements I've seen, how much change I've seen on these streets. Like, I can imagine, it's,
0: yeah. It,
1: it, it's really insane. Like, I mean, I am living proof of the fact that we're going in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Savannah is, everyone's going to be in good shape no matter when they buy real estate here. Right, right. We're going good. Um, but then I guess the other places that I sort of have my eye on are... Right over there, back behind, um, like, you get off on, like, Deliceps and it's, like, this little area. There's, like, the ranch land area over here. I'm, like, moving my hands around so Deacon.
0: can... Yes. I'm trying to picture <laughs> where you're talking about so far. I've got you.
1: We'll, we'll upload a map. Yeah. We'll have to. <laughs> um, but there's a couple of little areas over there. They don't even, like, have... Names, I don't think, of the neighborhood. But I think that those are going to be good. And then Live Oak, I'm really excited about as well. And, you know, I mean, I'm really psyched about that whole, like, West Side area. Yeah. There's some things going on, like, with um, this old elementary school that Scott used to own. Mm. And Scott owned it for a while. I. Obviously, I'm, I don't know, like, what went down. But they sold it to a developer. They didn't do anything with it for a long time. They sold it to a developer earlier this year, and they've just been working nonstop on it. And the plans are supposed to be that they're doing condos in that old elementary school, which is, like, beautiful. Right. And then they're going to be, like, building townhomes right across the street. And I hope there's, like, these two little houses that are just so adorable and cute and I hope that they keep those I don't know but I think that that's gonna like really make a difference right there I mean that block is just that school just took over and it was vacant for so long right right You know, I mean that school was the whole block mm-hmm. so to have it transformed into a residential dwelling so cool I think it's huge yeah
0: Agree. Now you live over in the 37th area. Mm -hmm. What made you guys choose that? First question. Second question is you really took on a project, and you guys are are renovating that house (laughs) and turning it into some really really cool sections of your house. It's huge. It's a huge house, and we (laughs) moved from a similar house in Virginia. So. I walked into your house and I felt like, oof, I (laughs) am back in (laughs) Virginia. He
1: said that, yeah. (laughs) I would have loved to see that house.
0: Yeah, no doubt. I'll Um, show you pictures.
1: Yeah, I need to see them. What made us, I don't know, it really honestly just, it felt, we had looked for a couple. Like, we were on the hunt for a while. You know, Joe had sold the restaurant. He was... A little, you know, just looking to get into something else. Like he needed a little break from that industry for a minute, and we were just sort of looking to get into like the small kind of flip game. You know, it was always important to us that it wasn't necessarily like a flip. Mm-hmm. There's a connotation that comes along with that that you don't necessarily care, right? Um, but small is the focus here, right? Mm-hmm. And we went under contract with a couple of different houses in town. And, you know, for whatever reason, it just didn't... Inspections came back and whatever. It didn't go through. And then this one came up and it was like crappy little pictures online. And there was just something about it that I was like, I... we have to go see this house. Then we did. And it was a horrible mess. I mean, I look back at pictures of that house now, and I feel like I'm having an out-of-body experience. Mm. I cannot believe. I'm like, I like contact my friends and family. I'm like, why did you let me do this? Like, did you think (laughs) I was okay? Like, what is wrong with you guys? Like, that you let me do this.
0: It was that bad.
1: It was Awful. Wow. I, I mean, I, like, look, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm aware, like, we're not anywhere near done, but to look back at where it started, I really can't, I, I don't know if I could, I don't know if I could do that today. Mm-hmm. I don't know if me today would walk into that house and say, let's do it. We're doing this. I don't know. Yeah. I really can't answer that. Isn't that,
0: that interesting? Because it was like right time, right
1: place, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but look at it today. Like, it's like, wow. Uh, I <laughs> it, I was talking to my mom about it this morning, actually, on the phone. And I was, like, saying the same thing. You know, I was like, why, like, did you <laughs> let me do this? And I said, you know, it's funny because I always, you know, you walk into a lot of these old houses in Savannah, especially as a real estate agent, clearly, and it's a, a common thing that you hear oh well not everybody has the vision not everybody has the vision like I don't know if I would have the vision for that <laughs> house today like I really don't like I look and I'm shocked like that's why you know I was sending you guys those videos last night I'm mm-hmm. like I'm I was shocked like whenever I looked back at where it had started I was like, Holy shit. like yeah I can't
0: believe where it started where it is
1: yeah yeah
0: and it's, you guys are still like in it you are in oh, it we're super in it yeah you're still in it and still doing it we're like and
1: maybe 50 percent done that would probably be generous
0: pretty <laughs> sure i saw a picture of joe jacking up the back of the house mm-hmm. um and and we're all just praying for his safety and <laughs> i was i know you were but i mean like you guys are super hands-on it's not like you're like you know you've got teams of people coming in here and helping you renovate this house and and do it. you're living in the house you're doing it yourself i mean it's 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 pretty commendable
1: you you gotta do what you gotta do yes yeah. you and know? you're
0: doing it you're absolutely <laughs> doing it but i mean i can tell you have such a heart for that area
1: i and, do you know
0: the street that you're on and, and just like everybody around i believe
1: it. in it yeah you know yeah not to say anything, but clearly other people do, too. There's mm-hmm. a lot of stuff going on.
0: It's busy. It's on a that busy block. little section. Specifically,
1: mm-hmm. you know, I'm very excited about it. Yeah. It makes me feel proud. It makes me feel like I, you know, know what I'm doing. I know what I'm looking for.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and I hope that that is conveyed to, you know, the clients that I have and then I come across
0: I have a feeling it is I really do and and I want to talk a little bit about speaking of uh you know just kind of your timeline of things we talked about this a little bit at the beginning but I see such a a beautiful line that was drawn from you coming here to Savannah and you guys starting that restaurant and that going where it did and you being in the service industry, even before you came to Savannah, I see such a beautiful line from there all the way into real estate. And you were talking about having such a, a a great big heart for the service industry still today and tying that into real estate. That's something you're super passionate about. And I wanted to talk a little bit about that where do you think we are in savannah this is such an interesting area because the service industry here is huge there are so many people in the service industry here and you have been on on such a great i don't know if mission is the right word but crusade (laughs) yeah you've been on such a great path with with helping and and sort of Bringing together people from the service industry into into real estate and and buying real estate and and it's difficult to be a first time home buyer. I've been there and it's difficult. The education process is difficult and and you've been doing such a great job. I think at like trying to pull these worlds together. Talk a little bit about your passion. Where did that come from? I'm assuming it came from the fact that you were in the service industry. You've met. So many people in the service industry, but. Um,
1: well, you know, I mean, my entire background was service industry. You know, from the time I was, my first job was at a restaurant and, um, you know, I had a single mom who worked at a restaurant for, you know, all of when I was growing up. And then it just always made sense to me. And so when we moved here, like really my the only other job that I've had. This is my first career, if you will, as a real estate agent. And I really would like, especially in a city where you know, I mean, we are known as what, the hostess city, right? We are. Yeah. And so, you know, we're in this hostess city, and this industry should be treated like it's a career. And these people that are basically the backbone of Savannah because the tourist industry is what's kind of supporting, right? No doubt. Savannah. Absolutely. They should be able to own property yeah. here. Yeah. They should be able to do that thing yeah. and make their money off of it. You yeah. know, they should be able to make those investments. And I don't want this to come across as like, you know, some sort of, Charity case, like you know, oh, the service industry doesn't know how to whatever, or um, they need to be educated. But at, for my like, from my experience, when I was in the service industry, I just very much remember thinking that that was something that I wasn't going to be able to attain owning a house mm-hmm. until I had like an adult job, mm-hmm. a real job,
0: a real job. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: and maybe because you know. I'm older now and I've not been in the service industry for a while or been bartending for a while, you know, maybe that ideal has changed Mm -hmm. too. And I hope it has. Um, But I want everyone to really like understand that it's super attainable and they deserve to be doing that. I think,
0: you know, I don't think it's about, educating a a group of people at all uh, uh, to speak to your concern as to how that comes across. What I think I'm hearing and what I think I see is it's about the proper access. You know, Mm -hmm. it's about having access to all the things, you know, it's about having a conversation with lenders. It's about saying this is a real job and a real career and this is, you know, we did put on our big girl and big boy pants and go out and get real money. And we do have real things and real needs. And it's and about... you're
1: welcome, by the way, because, I mean, they literally are supporting the city.
0: Exactly. And, and really, it's about that access, you know, or do we have enough of a conversation going on between... Uh, you know, mortgage lenders and banks and, and financial opportunity with everyone that's in the service industry so that that relationship can come together and they can actually have access to a house, to owning a house. It's really about that. And I think that's one of the things we really at Cliff Merce Realty, and I know you personally want to shine a light on that, those conversations.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that I would love for there to be some sort of product that, you know, was introduced by whomever needs to introduce it that would cater to the service industry because it's the way that it is uh, right now. It's pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Um, it, it just doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. However, until that happens, and I just – really don't know what to do about that, you know, in my position right now. I think that it is important for people to know that like it's and I'm just speaking like from my own experience. Just going and like meeting up with somebody. Somebody that you know you can trust and it's not going to make you feel like you're asking dumb questions mm-hmm. or you're, you know, whatever, you're out of your element, right? If right? You will. Um, you know, and then just telling you, Hey, you know, yeah, you're not there now, but here's what I need you to do in order to be there within six months. Mm-hmm. And what six months, right? It's nothing. Yeah. It's nothing really like, yeah. I mean, time flies, especially the older you get, you know? So that's, I think, yeah, that's very important to me to be able to get that message out. I, I Clearly, fully don't know how to do that yet, but I would love if everybody knew. Yeah, well, I mean, I that think, it's important to
0: me. <laughs> I think these are the beginnings of that. You know, you, you know, to be able to sit down and have these conversations mm-hmm. publicly and to say <laughs> things like. Uh, By the way, I was in what one would call a big girl job uh, for 25 years. And yet when I approached the first time home buyer status, Mm -hmm. it was the most intimidating thing I had ever done.
1: It's so scary. It's
0: scary and stressful. And I thought I was way out of my element. Yeah. And so you're not alone kind of situation and kind of conversation, Mm -hmm. I think, is what we all need to be having. Like, because we've all been there. Still are going there. For the second house, you're going to have a a very similar, this is stressful, intimidating conversation.
1: Yeah. I remember when, you know, when Joe and I were looking for, before we moved here, um, we were looking to buy our first house in Atlanta and we met up with a real estate agent and it was so terrifying because I didn't have my license then, you know, Mm -hmm. we'd never bought a house. And it was just like, I mean, we were like little deer and had, I mean, no we had doubt. no idea what was going You know, two bartenders, like, just really just felt like, what are we doing?
0: Are we on a different planet? What's happening? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that experience was very negative. And I mean, we made it all the way to, you know, the bank and everything and got in there and it was just like, you know, to be told you know, certain thing, like, no, basically, mm-hmm. because you didn't, like, properly record your tips or your taxes, you know, whatever it was, it was just, like, it was such a crappy feeling, mm-hmm. and it really, you know, turned us off or made us feel, it didn't turn us off, but, like, made us feel like we weren't worthy enough to, right. like, own a property right um which is ridiculous and it's
0: a horrible feeling and it does kind of turn you off a little bit Mm it does
1: and so i think that it's really important that um you know we can put people in touch with like specific lenders that we've worked with before that we know won't make people feel that way
0: no doubt (laughs) But I do want to switch gears, uh, as I do at the end of, uh, episodes and talk about some Savannah favorites. So I hope you're ready for that. All right. All right. So here we go. You have been in Savannah for how many years now? Five. Five years. What is one, name one big touristy thing that you have yet to do and you would maybe like to do someday?
1: Uh, Name, name some touristy things. All right. Have
0: you been on a trolley? Yes. Okay. Have you been on a ghost tour? Yes. Have you, um, have you been to the top of the Tybee Lighthouse?
1: No. Boom. Ding, ding. I would ding. love to do we that. We have a winner. Oh my, god. I didn't even know that was a thing. That
0: is a thing. You can walk to the top. By the way, I've yet to do it as well, so we'll do it together. Yes, let's do it we together. Will ex- we'll pick on a- our
1: property we'll own. And- we will.
0: <laughs> that's our, that's going to be on our list. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um Speaking of touristy spots and maybe the ones that you have been to okay. and done, what is your favorite, like, touristy thing to do in Savannah? Like, what's your favorite, like, oh my gosh, so scenic spot that you still take pictures of or?
1: So scenic. Um, I mean, everywhere is obviously just absolutely gorgeous. I'm, I'm looking out the window right now, and just the way that the sun is hitting the palms and it's blowing, everything is beautiful. Um, as far as my favorite thing to do, probably, that tourists get to do here in Savannah i love that open container wall i'm not even gonna lie i'm not even gonna lie i love being able to just like take my dog on a walk get in a little bit of cardio with my neighbor yeah and we just drink some wine the whole way and you know what we run out we stop in somewhere
0: get a refill get a refill, walk home and we walk home. Oh, it's so exactly. good Exactly. it is so good it's
1: pretty (laughs) top-notch it really
0: is it i i would have to say that's right up there at the top for me too so i totally get that all right so what are you looking forward to in savannah like what is what is what is around the corner what do you think is happening next personally or just like as a community like what do you what do you see that's happening that you're looking forward to
1: next uh um personally i am looking forward to um You know hopefully purchasing another property here soon and really just like probably throwing my heart and soul into designing that property as well uh something that like is going to be really like funky and cool and not anything that i can have in my you know primary residence but like stuff that like people would really like to visit and look Mm. at um For an Airbnb. And then, as far as for the community, you know, I would really just like to see an uptick in the service industry being able to purchase and own property in the city that they're supporting. Um, I think that that's really, really important. And, um, you know, I hope everyone is with me on that.
0: Yeah. It's a big deal and I'm glad we're having the conversation. It's a
1: huge deal. Yeah,
0: I'm glad I'm glad we're talking about it and I hope we continue to.
1: I'd love to talk more about that.
0: Uh, you can always find uh, Mallory on Cliffforcerealty.com and chat more with her about all of the things. Um, I'm so glad we sat down and we did this. Uh, you're a fantastic colleague and I'm, I'm enjoying growing our friendship and, and all the things that we're doing. So yeah, check her out. Mallory Miller, cute shoes, big heart, (laughs) fabulous real estate agent.